Hi everyone, Pastor Carlos here with you with the first episode of my podcast, Keeping It Real with Pastor Carlos Morales. And today's topic is, Are Christians Unloving? Two years ago, I wrote a rather critical and sarcastic post about the church at the time when I felt particularly unloved and unappreciated in the church I attended. And over the years, my attitude was actually defensive. I felt offended and disappointed. I was so concerned with how I felt that it didn't occur to me that I was part of the problem. I have one or two suggestions in, my, in, in the defense of us unloving ones. But first, I must have a bit of a wine, as I say. And I apply the criticism as much to myself as to anyone else. Again, this podcast is not to judge anyone. It is to bring awareness of how sometimes we, even as Christians, can be unloving. Jesus said that the second most important commandment is to love our neighbor. Paul went as so, as so far as to say that without love, we are nothing, which is true. That is, even if we do all the churchy things we think are such as righteous acts but fail to love, we are no better than the worst heathen or pagan, and we are certainly aren't pleasing to God. There are a few, very few people who I can, who are, I'm sorry, naturally, genuinely loving. They make other people feel good when they are around them. They make them feel welcome. They smile, they're polite, considerate, they put other people's concerns over others before their own. I could count all those people I've known to be like that on my fingers, perhaps on one hand. And worst of it is that I know I'm like that myself or was at one point in time. I can love my family, my friends all day and night. And sometimes I manage to love even um, a complete stranger, but all others I have a hard time loving, and I mean all the rest of you out there. And may I be so bold as to say that you have an equally hard time loving me. Don't deny it, it's obvious. But Jesus said, if you love only those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? Matthew 5, 46 the NIV version. He told us that we are to love even our enemies as a stiff order for all of us. No, Matthew 5, 44. We tend to love only those who are like us or make a fuss of us or who do us favors. And this is the sick um, way in worldly Western culture that the majority of people, at least those under, say, 35 years old or so, have a hard time loving anyone who isn't visually attractive and cool. Um, like it or not, I have to say that the same problem exists in the church. Worldliness is thriving in the churches, where many circles can only join the circle if you look right, have the right job, the right income, and say and wear and like all the right things. My friend cleverly cleverly observed that the very rare to, it's very rare to see poor people in churches. Everyone comes from the right side of the track, drive a good looking car and has a lifestyle to impress with. And I had to agree with her. 
This is not godly love. This is the tax collector and the pagan type of love. In the fact, many pagans do a better job of loving each other than we in the church do. I experienced the pub and the bar culture for many years. Um, the clubs was my hangout, my way to find with my friends, everybody knew my name. But church, however, where I found more friendship, fellowship, and love than I found in most Christian circles since leaving that lifestyle has been scarce. That's a scary thought because John said, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. 1 John 4, 8. So how many people in the church actually true, truthfully know God and how many of us are fooling ourselves? What's the point of all the programs and huge buildings, fancy brain-tickling sermons if there, there's no love? Surely, in this case, they're nothing. And we are wasting our time. We may as well go out and dig a garden or play golf. In defense of us unloving Christians, as I was once, as I said before, I would first suggest that we're all raised in a world where it's not cool or fashionable or acceptable to go around showing affection or love to just anybody or to anybody at all. We can sometimes feel people backing away from us if we move into their comfort zone or if we act in a way in which um, making them feel different to other people. Most men are afraid to give other men the slightest idea that we might be gay. So we fail to treat other men with a kind of love and kindness they should be treated with. It is not possible that this is one reason some men are attracted to caring for other men. For example, what I'm saying here is um, a hug, um, a firm hug, or I love you, my brother, um, most men feel uncomfortable with another man doing that as we shouldn't because we are supposed to meet each other in that way we're also more aware that at times our own wrong motives or bad judgment or clumsiness can get the better of us and we don't want to give someone the wrong impression and we don't want to upset anyone or scare them or scare them away we haven't been loved so we have no idea how to live it out ourselves. There's a saying that goes, most people accept the love they feel they deserve. The last thing we want is to make fools of ourselves, right? We also know how to feel to be on the receiving end of unusual care and attention. We get so uncomfortable when someone we are close to gets in our face and start saying nice things and touching us because uh, part of the problem is that we've lived a lifetime of inhibition, social norm, red flags, and false impressions so that we just aren't able to allow ourselves to be loved. I'm one of those people that does not like to be touched. I hug but I don't like when people are very touchy-feely. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. And that comes from another place. And I'll explain myself in just a moment. Um, so how then are we going to let ourselves go by showing love to anyone except those closest to us? 
loving is something which is far most of us uh, can only be learned in the context of the Holy Spirit of God. We're all of different levels of progress in the in this endeavor. Some of us want to start loving until someone close to us has died and then it's too late to love them. Some of us manage to shake hands and make small talk. Just a few of us are able to really let go and express love and warmth, whether that person on the other end of the love likes it or not. In church on Sunday or Saturdays, depending on where you go mornings, are quite a few people who are inwardly longing to be loved. But your defense can only allow much display of care and interest. They are likely to be the same people who are incapable or who have no idea how to express love, except perhaps by making the coffee or setting up the chairs for the service. And serving is loving, but it's not enough. There's lonely and hopeless. This is a lonely and hopeless world out there that convinces that Christians are unloving and cold. In many cases, they're right. In some cases, they are simply observing the results of years of social norm and inhibition over work, lack of training or teaching, and lack of practice. However, it is not enough for us to smugly excuse ourselves and claim that we just aren't like that. Because love is something we do and something that we are. It's a verb, not something we can just claim to have but never manage to show. Neither is love a feeling. Love may give us a certain feeling, but there no there's no good if not put if it's not put into action. If we can show love, we aren't giving love. Jesus didn't say think nice thoughts about your neighbor, then tell yourself you're loved, you love them, and he said, love your neighbor. If we only could demonstrate love for each other, including those who are not like us, we would see people flocking into the churches. They don't need entertaining. They need and want love, company, fellowship. And by fellowship, I don't mean a cup of coffee for 10 minutes after the service. In addition to this, Many people haven't experienced what true love is. There's different types of love. Um, and in a lot of cases, it may be from traumatic experiences. Uh, some people may have been in a, in a family who hasn't been um, very good at demonstrating love to their children. So some of them become antisocial. Not everyone has the same capacity. Not everyone is going through the same process. Not everyone understands each other. But one thing we can do is love people for who they are and forget about what car they drive, what um, job they have, or where they come from. We don't need to know the whole story of who they are and came from. We are just called to love people. So for those people who are out there that attend church and intend to be um, distant, um, take a step back, pray for them, and ask yourself, why is this person this way? And ask God to show you why this person is distant and may seem unloving. People love in different ways. Um, I'm one of those people that I like to hug. 
um, people. I show my love by giving gifts or sometimes surprising people with something or sending them a kind message reminding them that they are on my mind. Uh, that's my way of showing love. But the best way of showing love is through your actions and not so much our words. Our words can be taken like the wind, but actions can be remembered. There's a saying by the late Maya Angelou that said people may forget what you said or what you did for them, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And that is so true because you can forget everything that happened on a certain given day, but you will never forget how that person feels. So be one of those people that when they walk away from you, they feel better not only about themselves, but walk away filled with hope and knowing that someone has shown them true love and that they can also practice it and give away love freely without having to have the churchy stuff right along with it. Um, one of the things that people love is when someone is attentive to listening. We all want to be heard. We all want to be recognized. Um, so we have to practice listening to people. And we learn so much when we learn. I mean, when we listen to someone, we get to hear um, what they desire, what makes them feel defeated or their likes. And we also learn wisdom, especially if the person is older, of the things that they have gone through the, and the things that they have overcome. Loving someone doesn't mean that you have to do lunch with them every single day. Loving someone means a hug, knowing that, that they are in need, visiting them once in a while, um, letting them know that you're there to listen, to give them a hug, um, a word of encouragement, to pray with them, or just simply hang out. Sometimes we don't always need to say words. Sometimes just having someone sit by our side it's comforting enough knowing that someone is there. So it's not that hard to show love. And for people to say that Christians are unloving, some can be, and we pray for those people and we hope that they learn the true love of God and they take it to the cross and can spread love to the world. Because if we can do that, then our churches will be filled and we will be able to love each other freely without any condemnation or judgment from each other.